I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Happy Monday, Kaylin. God, it is Monday. We usually don't record on Monday, so I feel like we have a little different vibe this morning. Do you hear that sigh? <laughs> it's just a Monday, the Mondayest Monday sigh. Yes, I'm like, I think I'm still asleep. Yeah. Well, you know, we had spring break, and so getting everybody up and out the door today was, you know, a feat. Oh, clients. I mean, get your clients under control, Heather. I um, cannot do this. Yeah. What I know. are they, what are you doing? Deal? Deal and deal. <laughs> Dealing deals. Um, no, I, I'll just tell you one quick story, just so you know where my head is at Out of currently. the gates. Let's do it. So um, we we flew, we got on a plane about a month ago, and the day before, my husband was like, oh my gosh, you haven't renewed your license, and oh, it has nightmare. an address from three houses ago. Oh, good job. So we freak out, and we do some research, and it turns out we were I was able to board a plane. Um, legally. Legally. But at that point, when I get back, before that, okay, here's the deal. Rewind. I actually had to make an appointment to get my driver's license renewed because I drove all the way an hour away thinking I could just walk in because it's a small town. No one's here. Well, you can't just walk in anymore, anywhere to get your driver's license renewed. That's not a thing. This is all foreign to me. They're I still don't blaming on COVID and short supply or, you know, chain supply. <laughs> Fly <laughs> See where I'm at. Good morning. See where I'm at. Um, so I just say all this because this has been like a process that's consumed. So I, I, right, great. Can I drive an hour back and get back and I make an appointment. The first available appointment is like a month out. So I've had this on my calendar citizen. for like, yeah, I've had this on my calendar for a long time. Drop the kids off. I get coffee. I'm like, all right, I've got an appointment. I don't have to wait. I can do this. I walk in. There's like a thousand people in there. Gross. Everybody's angry. Of course. Everybody I'm assuming has COVID or something that I'm going to get because we are all like in this tiny room together. Shoulder to shoulder. I still wait an hour. Oh, forget it. It's fine. You realize like I actually can't think of a worse place to be than the DMV on a Monday morning. Like I maybe Friday afternoon would be the only other worst time to go. And in the hour that I'm sitting there, I have to watch like elderly people walk in that don't know that they can't walk in and they have they're like Monday morning let's go oh no and they have their file folder of documents Mm -mm. and it's just and they get turned down turned down it's so I wait an hour they call my number finally and I walk up and apparently some act was passed in 2019 where you have to have a certified driver um birth certificate or a passport which I have neither (gasps) so there you are already hating your life yeah in the depths of hell and if you know me like I'm I'm done. Like I'm not ever yeah. going back. Like You're- it took me four, like three years to get to this morning. Your boy got to go back. Any driver's sort of license. like roadblock, I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm never driving I'm again. I'm just going to prison. I'm never driving again. I'm not yeah. getting on an airplane. Never. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. I'm giving up my, yeah. my right to have a driver's license in the state of Texas. Exactly. I actually support you in this because mm-hmm. I have, I am actually have the same attitude. I feel like I, I always joke that I'm basically like a boy scout when it comes to all laws and rules. I'm like, yes, of course I will abide by that. But you piss me off once. I'm like, sorry, I'm yeah. li- fine. fine. I'm going to light this thing on fire. I'm just living 
dangerously right now. I'll just say that. I'll, I'll just drive you everywhere yeah. from now on. I love that it's like setting the tone though, like between being the Mondayest Monday ever and then you were at the DMV and I was just fired up. Ugh. The things yeah. that are going to fly out of our mouths today are next level. And I, you know, you, you joke that I've been so busy. I've been so busy, which well, is great. Well, everything has come to like just an explosion. explosion this past week. And of course I had to, I was on vacation when this all happened, right? Of course you were, because uh, if you want to do any deals or if you want to, you know, just be the busiest you've ever been, go on vacation. Mm-hmm. That's the absolute sentiment in real estate, Yeah, which is the excuse my language, which is the crappiest thing ever. Cause you, the whole reason you go out of town is to like set it aside and whatever. You can't do that. No. Our time is not our own. Yeah. I've said that so many times as a realtor. And that's like the number one thing I tell people when they want to get into the industry. It's like, there's a lot of pros. There's a lot of cons. At the end of the day, your time is not your own. Mm -hmm. You were just on vacation Mm -hmm. and all you did was work. Mm -hmm. I need to hear all about (laughs) it. I need to hear, cause I'm just going to be honest with you. It was spring break. I did nothing. I literally was here me and my toddler were hanging out. So I'm boring. Go, go, go. Well, no, I, you know, and of course, all of this is always said, we're thankful. We love our clients. We love our jobs. Love, but, love, 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 you love, know, love, love. It's, um, I, we were very ambitious and went on an eight day road trip, basically the great American route 66 road trip with an eight and 11 year old through Santa Fe, Scottsdale to Sedona. And, you know, just in and out of hotels. And we were there for more of like a soccer tournament. So it wasn't really something we probably would have picked first on our list, but we worked around it. But we, um, yeah, the good news is I've got a lot under contract. You know, the bad news is so much can happen before. The bad news is I've got a lot under contract. At the same time, while while we were in Sedona. And so we were like, okay, you're, we're not going to get this close to the Grand Canyon ever again, probably. And of course, everybody's like, you have to you go. You have to go to the Grand Canyon. It's still, I've never it's been. It's a spiritual experience. It's just, okay. Okay. So <laughs> we get up and, and we, I knew it was a, about a two hour drive. Like I knew that. We were like, settle it in. Like, we we can do this. We've we driven this. like 28 hours so far. So, oh, gee, many Christmas. I don't even know how much we actually did, but it felt like that. <laughs> um, so we get up and we get coffee, but we, for whatever reason, we did not eat breakfast, which is my son does not like breakfast is the, probably the only meal he eats a day. That so is what he's looking forward I to. I can't believe like we got, I don't know. You broke we, the cardinal rule of what we just talked about, which was pack snacks. I know. Eat we your had food. nothing. No. We had, didn't even have water. You're entering into the danger zone. I mean, so we haven't eaten breakfast. We've Dusty and I are just solely on coffee, and oh, this is a recipe we make, for disaster. We make we start the trek to Grand Canyon. You know, and I feel like I'm in like some Chevy Chase movie or something. 100%. You know, when he gets to Wally World and it's yes. closed. Yes. Um. So we go and we're like, okay, and so all of a sudden our map is like. Oh, it's like four hours or something like that. Oh, I'm like, what's no. going on? Well, because it's spring break, I guess, it's actually like a two-hour line to get into the actual Grand Canyon. I'm out. I was out when the two-hour drive started. Yeah. I'm, I was out when the no food was included. I mean, I'm just out on this. Well, because apparently all of America funnels through yeah. three gates. What else do you do on spring break? And each park ranger is telling you all about the Grand Canyon while you wait and get no, your thing. No, thank you. So I'll Google it. It's so, it's so bad that like we're, we are stopped that I'm able to get out, go to the bathroom, (laughs) like stand in line. First of all, I stood in line for 15 minutes to go to the bathroom, come out and I have to walk about 
you know, three, they've moved three cars ahead. I, I, I'm just shaking my head. So Dusty tries to do the same thing, you know, because we started going. And for some reason, it starts to go. He has, he came out of Starbucks and has to run up to my car. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do anything because there's cars in front of me. There's cars behind me. Like, I have to go. And I see him running with these two coffees. <laughs> this is literally a national lampoons. Wait, wait, wait. You had an opportunity to, while you were in the line to get food, to get food and you did not. Good point, Kaylin. Hey, I'm just here for you. I had researched a de- <laughs> what looked like a decent spot to have a decent meal with a view, a glass of wine. I had sort of looked at the menu. I had a plan. Heather, rule number one, if it's in a national park, if it's over spring break. I mean, I... It's don't going know why to be, we didn't. This, it's going to be trash, it honey. It never crossed our mind. That restaurant is, it's a tourist trap. It's going to be complete trash. No, I had visions of a nice Pinot, <laughs> um, this pasta dish. Nope, a quiet. Just an amazing, maybe we could get on the patio. You oh, know? overlooking maybe the Grand Canyon. Nice weather. No, it was, so, but the thing is, it's like, you can't talk poorly about the Grand Canyon. Like the whole time I kept thinking like, I can't have, this is, I have to do this. Like, yeah. I'm an American. It's a national like, treasure. You're so, being un-American if you if you said anything anti. Yeah, yes. It's 1.30 at this time. We get in. And so that's when I have an option period that is ending at 5 p.m. that day. But because Arizona doesn't celebrate. Celebrate. I mean. Uh, I love you saying celebrate. Celebrate. Recognize. Saving. Daylight savings time. Yeah. <laughs> they don't recognize daylight savings time, I guess. I didn't. The time thing was real hard for me. So I guess we, in Texas, we were two hours ahead. So essentially that option period was ending 10 minutes in Texas, but I still had. Oh, I'm so nervous for you right now. You have not eaten. You've have not been eaten. in line. So we get through the driver's license. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're back at the DMV. <laughs> we get through the gates finally. And I'm on my phone, right? I'm on my phone with the listing, a- the buyer's agent and my seller. And just Dusty has no idea where he's going. Like, and so I'm trying to like mouth him, just go. And he's yelling, like, I don't know where I'm going. Listener, her hand is up to her yeah. ear in the in the shape of a phone. Yeah. And she's she's figuratively so shouting has to at just her drive husband. around aimlessly looking for a spot to I was like, we have to get something to eat before we can even enjoy anything. Oh, this is death. So I'm on the phone the entire time and I'm like I'm so mad at Dusty. I'm like, just park. It doesn't even matter. Let's just get some food. So we park and we walk through what is probably like, I would, it's the ugliest part of the Grand Canyon. Easily. I don't even know. We are behind commercial buildings. We're behind oh, warehouse buildings. I didn't we even have know to cross have that. three train tracks. Okay. We see an actual elk and nobody cares. Nobody even cares. <laughs> it is like only mere feet away from us and we could care less. And, cause, and I'm on the phone. So we get into this place that has food and it is essentially a cafeteria. Like you get a tray and there's 1 billion people there. And and the women are in hairnets. And even though we're starving, we can't bring ourselves to eat here. Like, (laughs) no. So we look on our map. Where's the next place? Okay. It is the actual place that I had researched. Like, good. We can walk. So as we're walking to the place, we actually can see the, like we get to this point where we can see the iconic Grand Canyon. There's a clearing. I'm on my phone and I'm literally, okay, y'all, I've got my, you know, pretend phone. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> so he's like, what am I, I'm, I'm mouthing to him, get a picture get of a, the kids. Get a bleeping picture of the children. We drove all the way here. here. So he get takes picture. the picture while I'm on the phone. I'm not in the, no, just the kids. No family photos. No family photos. Finally get to, I mean, muddle through people 
to get to this restaurant and just, again, so naive, like, hi, we'd like a table. We have four people. Could we get a a view? And they laugh in your face. They laugh. They're not even seating anymore the rest of the day. They've actually closed. They've actually, like. (laughs) They don't serve food anymore. We're like, so we go to the gift shop, which oh my God. to an eight-year-old is like, when you tell them, no, we're not getting anything. We don't want to carry around this teddy bear, like this elk, meltdown. This, let's go see the real, real we're elk. We're all hungry. I'm still on the phone. What I'm negotiating is essentially, uh, you know, 500 bucks of worth of, of course, things. Of course. Um, that are important to everybody at the time I get. I um, get it, but not right now. <laughs> so we decide to get um, some beef jerky some shitty popcorn lunch of champions and my kids insist on this pound of chocolate that's prickly pear chocolate and while I'm still on the phone I'm mouthing all this I'm like you're not gonna like that and I'm like it's gonna have some sort of prickly pear element to it and my daughter insists that that's just the brand I'm dying right now so finally we get outside and we I pound the beef jerky I'm eating this popcorn so bad and my daughter takes a big old bite of this chocolate and sure enough prickly pear jelly just oozes out of it and it is so disgusting it's all over her shirt so I get off the phone finally and we're like we take like a selfie you all just look at each other and start crying I just there are so many and like I don't mean to sound like I'm some sort of Obviously, I don't have my stuff together as a, <laughs> as a human, but just looking around at the people there. Oh, Heather. I mean, I, This just, is why I don't go in public a lot, I think, is what I've decided. It just, you know, you want to feel like a proud American when you're at a national treasure. And that's and definitely not going to happen. No, I of course. I was very conflicted. I couldn't get a oh single picture God. without somebody behind me doing a TikTok dance. Or, <laughs> so I will end this story and that I did a ton of work while I was at the Grand Canyon. We stayed probably 45 minutes. I want to go back. Okay. I want to go back in another month when it's not spring break. Funny because you've inspired me to never I go know. to the Grand Canyon and Do never try to take a spring break, break family because trip. If anybody, if anybody asks me, I say, oh my gosh, it was stunning. Oh, it was exactly jaw- what everybody said. On the floor. It's beautiful. But I don't know if it was worth the whole day. So we hadn't eaten. Of course Still no. hadn't eaten. No. 4.30 we go through McDonald's and we all get, I mean, we just pound McDonald's. Wait, what is more American than that? Oh yeah. You had the actual exact American day. Yes, we did. I mean like, and just Heather. hated ourselves. No. Hated everything I, about it. I am, I, I, no. So anyway, I, I we're can't. talking a little bit about uh, <laughs> the joys of working at places like vacation. Wait, you're, basically what happened was this week I was texting you and I was like, we've got to touch on the fact that every time we all go on vacation or ever, we have done real estate in the wackiest of places. And there you are literally mm-hmm. texting me from the Grand Canyon yeah. and say, funny, you should mention yeah. it. I want to die right now because I am working in the Grand Canyon and I am missing all of these things that I hate my life. I was like, oh my God, this is so But then I'm looking fitting. over at what's actually happening oh, and I'm like, I don't, maybe it's better I'm on the phone. Like, what am I missing? What like, am I- <laughs> that's how bad it was. I'm like. I can't wait to hear the feedback. I need feedback from people on whether or not they were disappointed when they got to the Grand Canyon or if they actually thought it was a miracle. Because I, I have never been, and I'm just going to be honest with you, there's about a hundred other places on my list of 
things I mean, to see. It, yeah. That's not the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Just me though. I mean, I'll just, I don't know. Oh, but the empathy. I'm still I, processing it. Okay. As you should. I think we're going to work through it today. Yeah. The empathy I have for you though, because of how many vacations I've been on and literally been on the phone. And I wanted to ask you about this today because I was like, there's times I look back and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I stuck with it. Oh, for the love of God, Gosh. these people. <laughs> but the amount of times that I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad I stuck with it. And I'm so glad that I got that deal done. And I was so proud of myself and it felt like something, such an accomplishment. I actually have the opposite too, where I look back and I'm like, I will never do that again. I will never sacrifice that like one week that I took to have for myself or, you know, with my family to do something that like didn't pan out. But but in the moment you don't know. Well, and it's hard with the option period. You know, you've got a 5 p.m. It is like, you know, if you're on the buy side, you're freaking out if you have. And so I get it. Oh, you cannot not try. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? Sorry, buyers. We're just going to blow right through this option period because I'm drinking wine in the Sonoma Valley. No, you can't do that. But I do have some times that I I, I was thinking about. Which is a lesson learned kind of like, hey, I probably could have enjoyed the vacation, the pool time and like found a little time back at the hotel while the kids were napping or something Something. and the world wouldn't have ended. Well, and okay. So that's exactly right. Like we talk a lot about this on like, oh, here's what we've learned and blah, blah, blah. I actually think you and I probably still need to learn these things. Like how do I continue to be a really good realtor and go on vacation and actually try to enjoy my life without ruining my entire vacation? This inspired us to take a poll of some other realtors about maybe like the craziest place they had done business, right? Mm-hmm. And I would argue out of all the responses we got, we got the the number three one coming in hot, which was, was vacation, yeah. right? There's no, because this job is 24 seven. Yeah. What I think cracks me up the most is I could literally be sitting like I was last week, like not one phone call coming through. I had nothing but time, yeah. nothing but time. You know what? I'm going to book a flight. And the minute I go, I'm going to have somebody call me. I know. Yeah. Needing to see a house or something. It's just like clockwork and every realtor can relate to that. But we had several pretty funny stories about people. I mean, you were in the Grand Canyon for crying out loud. Someone was at the San Diego Zoo, I believe. Yes. Been at the beach. I mean, every vacation. Exactly. And I had, I was even thinking, I remember being in New York. I mean, probably on my way to like a Broadway show and I'm sitting there getting the news that some buyers backing out because of something I'm losing a contingency. And again, I, I actually think that was one of the times I handled it better. I think I just kind of was like, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to go on with my vacation. Like there's yeah. nothing I can do at this point, but I've got a few other ones. I'm like, Mm-mm-mm. well, and I think it's interesting whenever it's just our family of four, like I, Dusty and I are both sort of in the real estate world. So we get it. And right. it's probably miserable for our kids. But oh. what's hard, I think, is when you're vacationing with like other families or other <sighs> people who are not in real estate. Totally. And they probably have more of like your corporate W-2 job. And this is truly their paid time off. And, and they're they, not answering emails. Right. And so they probably look at us like, why? What? Can you just let it go? Let it go. Like, and, and we show can't. off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're so important. You're so important. Anyway, I completely agree. We are going to talk about the impact it's had on our families because I've had such a mixed bag of reactions and I know you have too. And it uh, you don't really realize like what you're doing to your family because in the moment you're, it's so intense. The number two response we got, which I don't think I've laughed harder, honestly, <laughs> in a while was one of our fellow agents shared that she actually was conducting a real estate deal while being a bridesmaid and walking down the aisle. The visual on this I'm dying. And as soon as she said that, I knew exactly. I was the other side of that deal. Oh my God. I had the seller and I remember her. She was like, I can't do it right now. I'm like, down the aisle. I was like, what? <laughs> so, 
And then she was texting me. She was like, yeah, I'm literally like, like walking she down was, the It wasn't like she was just sitting in the back seat or no, like she was. Canon and D was playing yes. in the background. The bride was about to come down and she's literally negotiating on her phone, walking yeah. bouquet in hand. But I look back at it to your point. I'm like, I don't, what we were talking about was could have waited. Could have waited. So, but okay, that's what I was going to ask think, you. Do you think how many times have we done it? We're like, this could wait. Okay, option yeah. period, no, no, right? Yeah. But like some of this other stuff, it's like we probably should be like, you know, I'm going to put my phone down yes. for a minute and I'm going to walk down the that aisle. Way, though, I can't. <laughs> I, can't I work wish that I way. could. I, these are the things that we need to learn. We have no boundaries. I'm my own worst enemy. I with 100% this. am. Yeah, and that was funny. Though. That was hysterical. The number one answer we got, obviously, from the ladies was that I would argue 90% of the people we polled were doing a deal while in labor. Mm -hmm. Let that sink in. Were you in that category? Yes. Oh, for the love of God. Well, I mean, I I won't get into details of my birth story, but- um, (laughs) You didn't want to recant that one here on this podcast? It's a different podcast. I, I, I had just had my son. I mean, like he was- they were weighing him. Hours old. Yes. <laughs> but I had just joined my other brokerage. And, you know, you're kind of in this moment of like, I need to prove myself. Of and it was the one deal I had. Yes. Can't and let it go. You know. Even for like, you know, the miracle of life. No. Yeah. No. I kept thinking he's going to be around for a while. <laughs> but this deal, I don't know. Got to pull it together. When I heard from all these amazing women and agents that literally, I mean, it was like, I mean, every single response. I was in labor. I was in labor. I was in labor. Guys, again, I'm not getting into my story either. I was a beached whale, (laughs) literally passing in and out, not dead to the world. Didn't know what time it was. Didn't know what day it was. The fact that you guys had the wherewithal to like, I don't know, conduct business. Unbelievable. Well, I bow down. I bow down. One even submitted a picture of like her. <laughs> I mean, she she's like in it, but she's got her iPhone up. I have a picture of me I need to find. I have my BlackBerry. And I know I was doing some business when yes. I was, but right, but right before I had Ella. Because I'm in the gown, I'm laying there, I'm hooked up, and I've got my BlackBerry. My face is like pure shock and awe. I don't even understand. Well, you're a smart person. Like, no, no, I'm, uh, I was, no, I think I threw my phone. <laughs> I mean, what do you do in that moment? Yeah, like I'm yeah, like yeah. the things flying out of my mouth, the things I was saying, forget yeah. it. I was just like, we're not doing business at this point. Yeah. I knew, I do remember I had a closing like a week before and I remember thinking this is going to be a little touchy. Like this will be a little tough if, yeah. I, if, if this gets pushed at all because yeah. I'm probably going to be having a child. Well, I do. I, when I, I had Ella, I had a C-section so you can't drive for a little while. And oh, I remember right. I had a, like a brand new client that wanted to see houses that day. And I think I was like, just got home. <gasps> and you and were I like, like, okay, I, I can not, I can do this. You just, it's so awkward because you don't want to tell them why. Oh yeah. I was like, I just had a procedure and I can't <laughs> Because admitting, admitting, admitting to giving birth was off the table. Defeat. Like, and you're so afraid in those early moments of real estate that you'll just lose them. And it's the end of the world if, oh, if you lose them. Like, I, I remember being on, well, I'm going to call it maternity leave, even though it's not. There's no such thing, yeah. right, in this business. But I remember being on maternity leave and I was a wreck. I mean, after that first child, again, yeah. by the way, I love that this has turned into yes. like <laughs> real estate and momhood, but I'm a wreck. I don't We're know what day mom. it is. <laughs> trying to make it work. Go ahead. 
I'm sitting there. I've got my, I'm doing everything to make sure that my child is not crying as I took a new business call, like a new client call. And I am word vomiting. I am, I don't even know what I'm saying. I know at this point, I think I said something like, well, I just had a baby. I mean, I'm such a lunatic. And of course I didn't get that client. And I don't blame those people. (laughs) If I would have taken that and I would have been talking to an agent and she would have sounded as psychopath as I did, I would have been like, I think we can find someone else. There's 3 million there's 800 million. 800 million. Yes. Yeah. I'll find someone else. So anyways, that was yeah. the number, number one, one answer. Yeah. And I'm very impressed with all these women. I do have one that still haunts me. I know we talked a little bit about these types of things on the last episode, but there's this one that I, this one deal that still just kind of crushes my soul. So listener, I don't know if any, any of them know this, you know, this, like one of my favorite places to go is Napa and Sonoma. It's my happy place. We went there for our honeymoon. We try to go back every year. It's just like my getaway. Yeah. Well, I remember we, we planned a trip not too long ago. This was a couple of years ago. And right before I was leaving town, I had a buyer call me about a for sale by owner. Okay. So let's just like chalk that up to number one thing of maybe I shouldn't have, that, yeah. that may have not, that, that may have been a red flag. Let's right. just say that. We proceeded to attempt to negotiate with like, it was like a one bedroom condo. Okay. Again, not to diminish anything about, you know, the size or type of homes that people want to buy, but I'm just going to be honest with you. I think this one started with a one. Mm -hmm. And when I go through my story, I hope that that resonates of like, maybe this one, maybe this wasn't the right deal to continue working on Mm -hmm. while after wine tasting. So we, so I, we, we start the negotiations before I leave town. And then while I'm on the airplane. I mean, it's, things are already going back and forth. It's seller and the buyer. And the problem here was I had a buyer who didn't necessarily understand how the process worked. So even though they had hired me as the agent and this was a for sale by owner, they still wanted to be very much involved. And the way I say that, the the, the way that I mean that, I guess, is they wanted to be able to actually speak with the seller. So every time we would kind of go back and you and I talk about this, like, I feel like I have to do my job in a way of, I'm not going to just regurgitate what the seller said. I'm going to, you know, make sure that it's said in the way that's being helpful to all parties. Well, she was adamant that if she could just talk to the seller, Heather, if she mm-hmm. could just talk to them, she could get the she deal done. Get yeah. That's not really how this works. On top of all of that, we are in constant communication. I'm two or three hours time difference at this point. I'm drinking wine. Do they celebrate daylight savings time? (laughs) Got to check with California on that one. And so all of these things combined are not good. Add to the fact that this particular buyer took the Trek contract, which is a promulgated form by attorneys in the state of Texas. She took this form, our, our contract, and gave it to an attorney to look at. It was not a real estate attorney. It was a friend. So the friend starts redlining a promulgated form that's already written by attorneys. So I'm not only managing just the regular day-to-day of like a negotiation, but now I've got some rando (sighs) attorney who's trying to tell me what they don't like in this And you're literally in wine country, like going from tasting to tasting. Thank you. I'm with my husband. I mean, it might might have even been the first trip we'd taken since our honeymoon. I mean, we Mm -hmm. don't take vacations very often. So, and I am a wreck about it. I'm like, again, the time change is messing with me. I'm trying to enjoy 
enjoy it. Total, total well, wreck about it. Once you're so far in. Exactly. So we were spiral. so close to, we were spiraling. We were so close to coming to the table. And I just remember telling the buyer, hey, I know they'll do it at this price. They actually hadn't come out and said that to me. But having done this for a few years, I was like, listen, I guarantee this is their bottom dollar. If you want it, let's go back at this. She was still five to 10 under that. <laughs> Sure enough, they come back and they're like, yeah, this is our bottom dollar. And it was the number I had said. We couldn't get there. All on a 100,000 one bedroom condo. I will tell you, I looked at Taylor at the second to last day. My anxiety was through the roof. I can hardly tell you if I enjoyed the vacation or not. We canceled all the wine tastings. We laid by the pool. Like we just tried to reverse everything that had been done. And I'm going on and on. And I'm so sorry. But like, Heather, I regret it. I do. I'm sorry. I regret it. That one. I have some that I regret too. Like I can look back and think, I don't have specific examples, but where I can kind of think that that wasn't, that wasn't worth yeah, it. There are times where you have to do it. Yes. And I would argue on vacation. I, I, you know, I work every vacation a little bit each day. For sure. That's unavoidable really. Yes. But I, I just having to do it like the, like while you're doing exactly. the one thing that you the like one during thing. the Grand Canyon. <laughs> During the wine tasting. During the wine tasting. You know. Torture. So I just, I do regret that one a little bit. And I I think that now, again, a little older, a little wiser, blah, blah, blah. I think I probably would have either asked for help. Yeah. Which I don't know if I was, I don't, I wasn't with this brokerage at the time. So I would have asked for help, which we talk about all the time. And I probably just would have set better boundaries because nothing was the end of the world in that. It was just negotiating, going nowhere. Yeah. uh, And and I don't know if if this was made clear or not. We never went under contract. Do you know what I'm Mm, saying? Right. Like it wasn't the option period that was, you know, feet to the fire. We've got to get it done. It was literally just two people who couldn't just match. Yeah. It was all it was. But you invested your entire vacation. Exactly. I know. It wasn't even on the market. I could have literally handled it when I got back. Anywho, not going to do that one Well, the life-changing thing I have done, I think you have too, is is line up somebody that's going to help you while you're gone. Absolutely. And there's an agent in our office who has the best saying if she's doing a deal with another agent and maybe they are saying uh oh I'm so sorry I'm on vacation I'm sorry I'll have to call you later I'm on vacation if she hears that a couple times she will say okay who is handling your business while you're out oh my face I just oh this is I love mic drop I know that's brilliant I know wait I'm gonna use that too but also sure is crap gonna make sure make I sure somebody I have somebody I know right I heard that and I was like oh my gosh I've got to make sure my business is in order but also oh my god I love yeah. that no that's perfect so again I don't whatever I did have one I remember I was uh it was my 30th birthday and I was driving down to again Fredericksburg wine country there's a theme here <laughs> folks if you have not identified if where how I plan how, my vacations yeah. it's generally around some type of wine right but I remember like a four-hour drive to Fredericksburg all I did all yeah. the way down was negotiate this deal. But you know what? It got done. Yes. And it, and it was right before it was going to go to pending. And then once I got there, I was like, I mean, the amount of celebrating I was kind of oh, able yeah. to do. So that one was worth it. Yes. Again, we, we just got to weigh the pros and cons. And you got to watch the texting. So much of our job is through text. Yes. So much of it. And yes. probably you'd argue it shouldn't be so much text. But I was just thinking about, you know, we still are urged, to, you know, we still have the urge to text back quickly, yes. but we're on vacation too. Yes. Like what if you've, you're on your sixth winery tour? Oh, nobody wants me texting And a buyer will point. text you like, when's closing date? And mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you're like, March 7th when but, it's, 
<laughs> May 8th. <laughs> um, what I'm trying to do, a tip, a tip that I did. Actually, I told another agent to do this. All right, I haven't it. done it. Let's hear it. Because she was going to be in, out of the country and I was going to kind of help her a little bit. Um, I said, why don't you, because she was going to be an email. So she was going to be out of town. So phone was going to be a little shoddy. I yeah. was like, why don't you kind of set aside 30 minutes, an hour every morning to check your email and Perfect. that will be the easiest that's how I wrote communicate and that's how all the information will come to you and then you'll know like when she's yes. working and try not to bother yes. her any other time yeah. genius brilliant if there's nothing pressing you yes. could this is probably how your business should be anyway I already feel more there's organized. something called time blocking or <laughs> I don't know I already feel more organized right. talking to you though yeah. like I feel like less stressed thinking about the next vacation yes. because already thinking, okay, who would I like maybe give that work to Heather? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Heather, you're going to be yeah. my person. Okay, great. And then knowing that I've got someone else to assist, God, that's like a safety yeah. net that I you have to have built in. Once you do that, it does help. I mean, so much. Yeah. I've got somebody that helps me. And um, yeah, if I go out of town again, I'm going to ask you, but reciprocate, sure. you know, yeah. like, like we got to be here for each other. Oh my <laughs> This Monday, never recording on a Monday the again. The DMV messed me Forget up. Forget it. The DMV, I'm blaming it for everything. You had one more story. You Well, it was, yeah, it wasn't a vacation story. I just remember um, just when my daughter was young and trying so desperately to get my real estate career off the ground. Like us all. Like us all. But also make like mom friends that I've heard about. Like I heard that you just all of a sudden get these best friends that also are going through this this phase of their life with you. And you'll usually meet them at the little preschool or Mother's Day out. And How magical. I know. And I was struggling with that piece of it. <laughs> as you can flow. imagine. It just didn't, didn't pop flow. in your life. It okay. wasn't all coming together. Um, so I just, I, I, I was just flying by the seat of my pants and trying to kind of work, you know, from home, but also with a two, three-year-old who went to school some days, but was home some days. I would have like one client at a time, one deal at a time. Like you have a new career. You're yes. a new mom. Yeah. This doesn't sound hard at all. But I would go to these play dates that were, you know, a chance for us moms to get together and, um, and the kids to play. And just I was a couple moms. Just, a couple, just a few moms. And they either didn't work or maybe worked other jobs, not, you know, like we work, maybe yes. just more set hour jobs, you know? Again, what's that like? So I was a crazy person. I would fly, I would come in, I would be on the phone the whole time. We'd have to leave early. But I remember one time, and this is a friend of mine now to this day, but she, you know, I was so excited to get invited to like this play day because I was like, she seems really cool. I can't wait. Like, it was the cool moms. Yeah, it was the cool moms. <laughs> And she, her house was beautiful, gorgeous. And as I'm walking in, and I have I have my Ella, who's like three. Okay. And then I have Hayes, who's like six months old. He's okay. like, or three months old. He's still in his thing. Like I'm carrying a big giant thing. Come in. And as I'm walking in, I get this text. I'm not joking. For these clients I've been working with for two years. Oh, Jesus. And they're like, hey, we want to put our offer on this house. And had you seen the house? No, oh no. They went to the open house, I guess, oh which is, God. you know, nightmare. I'm like, did they talk to another agent? Yes, exactly. And it's loading. I can't get it to load. And she opens her, hi, and all the moms are there. The wine is flowing. Oh. The kids are playing. Oh, my God. And it finally loads. And it's like an $800,000 house, which I had never 
done. Were you like, will you watch my children? (laughs) I threw my kids out. I had to, I had a bottle. I'm like, can you warm this up? And I was like, where? (laughs) I couldn't get my internet to work. Like, and I had to go up to her husband's office, use their computer, feed my baby while hopefully my daughter's down there. I have no idea. Oh, Sure. I Someone went into psycho mode about this. Psycho. Like, and then I have to immediately leave because I've got to go, I don't know, do something go. with this contract. I've got to go. And I'm pretty sure every mom there was like, what just happened? It's that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire. And of course, Ella's like so mad because <laughs> she's course. like, why are we leaving? You probably talked it up all week. Your child's there. She can't wait but to play. I will play. never forget being upstairs away from everybody on her husband's computer, oh basically. God. Oh my God. Holding haze, of feeding course. him, spilling milk formula everywhere. On a laptop. Yeah. It's not yours. Just to get this contract Just in. to get it done. Didn't get it either. Oh, for the, yeah. I, this is yeah. what, okay. Every time you go into psycho but mode and you don't get it. Had I have been like, yes. Yes. I'm, let me look at it in about an hour, and exactly. we'll talk. But for some reason, I couldn't do that. I, I was like, if it's ne- I, I used to have the mentality, it's now or never. Like it's, absolutely, and I've gotten better. Me too. I was negotiating something during my daughter's soccer game, um, and I had this aha moment. This was probably this was in 2020, so like two or three years ago. And I think I've told you this story. No, I, I need to hear it. The listener hasn't heard it. I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, just talking about doing real estate and right. and, and, and being so, present. Yeah. Like I had these cash buyers and they were like, okay, we want to find a house this weekend. And they had called me and I was in Plano for my daughter's soccer tournament. Right. And she had never done, she made it to finals or whatever. And I had never met these people. It was just, we'd only talked on the phone. The amount of time you spend in Plano. I know. You might as well have a I, second I was there. in Frisco on, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, but I only talked to them on the phone. And they're like, oh, okay. it's Labor Day. It was actually Labor Day. And they're like, we have this house you want to see. And they're, they had a great budget and they had cash. And I was like, great. And so I and I decide to take my own car the next day. I, I do something. Like I'm going to leave. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to watch the game okay. to go show them. And then I'm going to come back. And I'm oh just going to miss it. Number one mom right here. Yeah. yeah. And so I I am... This is like, sounds like out of a movie, but I get in my car and I make it, I make it out of the complex and I make it like five miles down. And I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, you're kidding. I'm not joking. I pull oh over my God. and I pull over and I think I called, maybe I texted. I was like, Hey guys, I'm so sorry to do this, but my daughter got into the finals. Like she's oh. playing at three o'clock. Like, can we do this another time? And I knew I was like, if I say that, I might lose them. But for right. some reason, I was like, this has to stop. Like, it's I, like a, I, I, I can't, what I am can't I keep doing? doing it, we are running ourselves yeah. ragged. And there's like, it, we have to hit a point. Like yes. there's got to be a level of maturity. There has to be. And like also like priorities. But it took me forever to, and so I'm I was, still I was okay. I was okay if they were like, never, you know, yeah. never used me. And yeah. she was like, oh, I mean, her work schedule is crazy. And I figured out why she does have an insane work schedule. She's like, Oh, I can't this weekend. Like, we'll, we'll try to do this another time. And I knew I was like, great. I'll never see him again. Sure enough. They reached out the following weekend. We looked, we got him a house. You're kidding. They're my friends now. Could not be nicer. See, I'm like, it worked. It worked. And again, we talk all, we've like said on so many episodes about how we'll answer our phone 24 hours a day. (laughs) And we will, Mm -hmm. we, we will, but I like, it's so important to finally hit a spot, which again, I'm still working on. And I know you and I don't do it with every single deal, but to be like, no, I I can't do it right now. That literally was out of like a movie that you just described. I I actually feel like 90% of the stories we've just said are out of a movie. Okay. But the last thing we wanted to talk about was exactly this. Like if we can actually figure out how to set some boundaries 
is that what does that look like? Because mm-hmm. this has impacted our families. Oh yeah. You and I were talking about a little a little bit earlier, but I mean, my daughter's not quite old enough yet, right, to mm-hmm. understand what's going on. She, I've told you that she's come with me to showings where you know I'm <laughs> holding her by her ankles, yeah. and the people are looking at me like you're an excellent professional. But even so, like being on vacation, I remember my mom looking at me, who who always wanted a career in real estate. She really thought that like that could have been what she did. And she will, I've heard her tell people after I've seen what Kaylin has done in like situations where I would just want to be relaxing. She's like, I'll never want to be in real estate, but that's why. So I realize that I'm impacting my family when I'm doing these things. And then mm. my amazingly outrageously intelligent husband, every time he hears me on a deal, he's got to chime in. Yeah. I mean, so it's not, and it's helpful, but it's also so stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, we, like you said, a lot of people can literally walk out their front door, go to a nine to five, come home and choose whether or not they want to talk about their, their career, right. Or their job. We can't. It's all the time. All the time. It's in front of our kids' faces. It's in front of our husband's faces. Welcome to, welcome to real estate. No, it doesn't. Well, I tell you, my kids are old enough to realize, and they do not want a career in real estate. They've already decided. No, but I do. I try to tell them there's the good part of our job is that I'm, we are there at the soccer games. I was going to say. We might be on our phones. But we're there. Mom's going to be there. Uh, Mom's going to be there. And uh, yeah, but they don't want this. They don't want this Mm -mm. life. You know Mm -mm. what? You know what, though, kids? Sometimes you don't choose real estate. Real estate chooses you. You think I wanted to be a realtor when I was eight? No. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any child that says I, I don't think so. We I don't think there's not one child that's like, I want to be a realtor. No child. Which by the way, some feedback we got. Yep. Bring it up. Bring it up. Just the way that we say realtor. I say realtor, which is real. It's okay. wrong. No, we can't even. Okay, wait. So here's how I say it. Okay. Realtor. Yeah, that's it, wrong. It is. Mm-hmm. It's wrong, according to our listeners. Yeah. How do you say it? Realtor. Okay. We're supposed She's to say, <laughs> we're supposed to be saying realtor. 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 Oh, realtor. Yeah. Okay. Here's what did what you I'm, just say? Real- realtor? Yeah, realtor. Oh, <laughs> this, this podcast just got it's so interesting. It's basically two syllables and we make it into three. We realtor. do. We do. And here's my realtor. argument to that. You can say <laughs> there's an entire words. there's an entire industry where people call it finance. I am a normal American who says finance. Yes. That's how I'm gonna say the differences between realtor, realtor. and realtor. realtor. And we're going to get some, someone's, I always say, fight me on it. And you know what? Someone is. Someone someone's is. absolutely mm-hmm. going to fight me on it. Yeah. But you know what? I, I have it coming. So we've been saying it wrong. Yeah. I have no guarantees that we're going to learn how to say it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you for the feedback. Yeah. Sorry. I just had to stop you because I remember <laughs> somebody said we say real tour wrong. I want to do a poll. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do a poll after Realtor. this. Yeah. And see who says it which way. How do you say it? Realtor. Okay. Realtor. I think my make mine like an ER. If I say it one more time on here, they're gonna turn off the episode. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the grammar lessons that we have on here we definitely didn't name it. We need grammar. We no. could have. We should have. We should have. But it's we need closure. Yes. Well, and I would love to hear people's stories about the weirdest or strangest places yes. they've done. We've heard people that were negotiating on a ski lift. <laughs> um, you know, airplane trying to trying to drain your battery, like oh, or for sure. pay eighteen dollars a second. Okay, to- I wanted to ask you that. Are you the type that pays for the internet so that you can keep working while you're on your flight? Or do you say, I'm getting on a flight. I, I'll talk to you when I get I off say, the flight. I say, I'm getting on a flight. I'm, I definitely I still pay one. for it so I can watch a movie and stuff. <laughs> but I definitely, I also don't fly that much to understand how things work. Like no. I truly don't even, like it bought it. 
It baffles me that you can have the internet so high up in the air. If I receive and watch a, a whole movie. If I receive a text message from someone that I know is on an airplane. <laughs> so weird. I'm like, what type of voodoo yes. magic is this? I'm I the don't same understand. Because I'm a hundred years old. And I old. get mad when people don't put on airplane mode because I'm yes. afraid it's gonna like mess up the signal. Me and too, and we're all going down. So you and I probably fly about as frequently yes. as each other. <laughs> Oh my God. Anyways. Okay. Well, I I can't even say that there's any, like you gave some tips. I have zero tips. I, I think the best thing is to find, find, phone a friend, phone a friend, if you are on vacation and have some support and realize that another realtor I worked with years and years ago, she would always say there's no real estate emergency. She always said that. And I always like question that. I'm I'm still, I'm actually going to question that. There no one's going to die, I okay, guess is what she was <laughs> Okay, but a Maybe, deal might blow up. But a deal might, and an option period is kind of an emergency. I don't know. I always think about that and I, I, I'm a conflicted. I, we need to pull that one yeah, also because I, I disagree. I think losing someone's earnest money. Yeah, is that's, a big deal. That's a big freaking deal. deal. I know. Especially, you know. There you are know. times when you have to do work. And yes. I think what we are trying to get better at and what we hope that we can help other people with together is that there is also a way to, to maybe set some boundaries, get help. Yes. Set a time each day that you're going to check your emails, check your text while on vacation, have a plan. Exactly. So that you can Mm -hmm. enjoy that damn grand. When you figure out how to do that, please let us know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I know that a lot of other uh, agents in our office, they recommended a book on how to like set boundaries and priorities Um, because I don't read. I'm I'm kidding, but I haven't got to that one yet, but we will share that book on Instagram in case anybody like needs help like we do. And maybe we should actually read the book. Yeah. Right. If there's an audio version, I'm in. I can't even do that. (laughs) All I'm doing is I have a Kindle from like, 2001 that I still use. Never even bought one. Yeah. Never even tried to jump on board and act like I was. I love my Kindle. Do you? Yes. Fantastic. Okay. Well, I, now all I want to do is actually book a vacation and try to go on it and see if I can do no work. I'm going to stay here. Okay. Perfect. You stay here. I'm going to go to Grand Canyon. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listener. Thank you for being here. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Always be closing. Hello. I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need?